0: That's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango, when it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid Amiibo, and always bashing on Nintendo, but that's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango, thanks Retro Fandango. Hello everyone and welcome to Retro Fandango episode number 187. I'm buried on Mars aka Kevin, and I'm here with my pal Richard. Also known Hello. as RamvoxD. I yep. forgot to put in the outline. I finished watching the He-Man.
1: Oh. Yeah. So we can have a big nerd discussion. Yeah. But first,
0: let's do the house cleaning. Um, Cartridge Club is playing Mirror's Edge this month. My beloved uh, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, did not make it, did not win uh, mm. to be of the month this month so here's edge beat it out it's a good game it's good
1: i've never played it it's one of those games i keep meaning to get to
0: i mean it's um first person platforming yeah yeah (laughs) so it's not my favorite uh style of game but it was still this in spite of that it was still really good and you can play through the entire game without uh, shooting anyone, without shooting a gun. That's one of the achievements, isn't it? Yeah. So that's how I played it back on the 360 back in the day. It was good. It was was a change from the other first-person shooters, right? It was like a first-person jumper kind of thing. Well, there's
1: not a whole lot of games in that category, right? No. It's at least unique in that regard. Were they supposed to make a sequel?
0: They, think there is a they sequel. Never did? There is. It did. Yeah, it did come out, but I don't think it got the acclaim like the first one did.
1: Yeah, people were just ready for like uh, one outing, like, all right, I had something new and interesting, but let's not go crazy. Yeah. We don't need this all the time.
0: Well, I think it was one of those things, too, where they kind of missed their window. Like instead of coming out with a sequel within like a year or two, they waited Ten years, you know, before they came up with uh, the second one, and that always kind of takes out the momentum, you know.
1: And then, like, like Ghostbusters two,
0: yeah, yeah, like they waited, you know, because Bill Murray, yeah, yeah, but it was five years. So, well, and plus the first one had a, a female protagonist, which was, you know, not even like it wasn't. A big deal in the game. It was just like that's what the game was, and there was this female protagonist. And then when the second one came out, it was a big deal. Like, oh, the female protagonist—you got to go and get this game because it's got a female protagonist. And they just kind of—I don't know—like that. That was the vibe I got. Is that they kind of threw it in people's faces a little too much. Hmm. I could be it's off. A little, I don't know, but whatever. A little
1: forceful advertising.
0: Uh, Gen is playing Phantom Dust. Which I think mm-hmm. I have here. Come to think of it, or maybe it's in my two-cell pile. I don't. Oh no, here it is.
1: Oh, <laughs> great advertisement
0: for them. I've never played it. That, that's why it's in the there, this game, Phantom Dust. Phantom Dust. I I don't know this one. So it's, it's kind of like, a I think it's a card game. One of those card building, deck building games. But it's like way ahead of its time, right? It came out on the original Xbox, obviously. Where now those games are kind of a dime a dozen, I think, on, on the PC anyways. There's a bunch of them. Every time like a new RPG and you click on it and it's just a stupid deck card building game. But people mm-hmm. really like those, so whatever. Hey, uh, yes. Beat the bandy. Is uh, on hiatus this month. I guess yeah. uh, the Tetris was a little too much for everybody last month. What is this? He, uh, is it a book club now? He, <laughs> are, they, are they all reading uh, a book?
1: The only tweet I saw was that uh, he's taking the month off because he wants to catch up on his reading. Oh, all of all of his Conan books, probably. Well,
0: good for him. Hmm. Well, what, what was that guy's name? Damn it, or Edgar some, Rice Burroughs? No. Duke was Terrence Dix or something like that. I don't know. There was there was a guy who had a funny name on uh he was showing off some of his books and it was like Terrence Dix or something. Hmm. We were having fun with that name. Okay, that's it. What do you want to talk about first? I don't
1: know. Um well give me your He Man spiel before
0: we forgot uh, about it. So I watched the whole series. If you tuned in the last episode, I had only watched the pilot Richard had saw the whole thing. And, um, I, I, after the pilot, I couldn't understand why everyone was calling it the Tila show. After watching the whole series, I kind of understand why people were calling it the Tila show. Cause yeah. it definitely steers in her direction, even though he man does show up often enough, you know, but, uh, yeah, you know, the show is called Masters of the Universe. It isn't He Man. So, and it was about all of its friends and stuff. And I don't know. I thought the whole thing was was pretty good. It was okay. You know, um, a lot of it made sense. You know, like how would Tila feel if i was getting in the spoilers here? If she found out that He Man, that Prince Adam was He Man, and you think about it, everyone in that inner circle—Man at Arms, Orko, the Sorceress—they all knew the secret except for Tila. she was like the odd man out and that kind of if you think about it doesn't really make sense why she wouldn't know that be in on the secret because they were all part of that inner circle so but apparently there's some reason why they didn't they didn't tell her to protect her from her true calling or something like that so i guess we'll find out if they do more episodes we'll find out later Um.
1: Well, that's not even the end of it, because if you go back to the original cartoon, she didn't know that she is actually the daughter of the sorceress. That's
0: oh, the I didn't know that. I, I was was that that's, revealed in the original what, cartoon?
1: Yeah, and that's what um, Man at Arms was probably about to tell her. Oh. And he's like, oh, there's something else I got to tell you. So she's just going <clears> to <throat> throw another hissy fit and get angry that she's... Oh, another thing you didn't tell.
0: Right, because Man-in-Arms isn't her, he's a surrogate father, he isn't her biological father. he just
1: uh, took her in.
0: Right, right. (laughs) I see. Well,
1: again, I just see it as the whole show is being safe. I I think there's the whole, I I don't know if I want to, you didn't get into spoilers there, so I, I guess I shouldn't talk about it.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Get into the spoilers. Why not? I mean, if you haven't All watched right. the show, it's been, it's been out for a while. Stop, Pause the podcast. Go watch it. There's only five episodes or like 22 minutes. True enough.
1: Uh, I just see the marketing behind it. I, I see the, the decision. Maybe Kevin Smith or whoever wanted to go in this direction. So now they're kind of waiting for the fan reaction. Can we do the show without He-Man? What's going to happen? You know, are, are we going to keep him away? Are we going to focus on Tila? Do we have to bring him back? Because, you know, the fans are upset that they're not getting enough He-Man in their He-Man cartoon. They also planted a little seed there. Like, oh, if you want He-Man, we just put up the whole backstory to the original He-Man so we can bring him and start a whole show about that with a different castle and different cast. And it just feels like they Mm -hmm. planted a whole lot of stuff. They're leaving everything vague and ambiguous, just like uh, down down to uh, Tila's sexuality in a bit there. There's like a little hint of like, well, do you like this? Do you want right. to see more of this? And that feels like everything that, that's been done with season one is just wait and see what people say, and then we'll go
0: in that direction. Yes, we're talking about He-Man. <laughs> what, what other Kevin Smith uh, <laughs> thing out there is there worth talking about? Really? Uh um, yoga hosers bill watched it
1: I all know, i know is the name and it just yeah, sounds I, so stupid um, I,
0: I haven't seen that was supposed to he was supposed to start a whole new series like a whole new like you know how like clerks and dogma and chasing amy they all existed in like some same universe kind of thing right hmm. yeah kevin smith made he-man the new he-man Oh, Come it's on, the Mike. new hotness. Yeah, it's called Masters of the Universe. Go check it out on Netflix. We're we're getting spoilery here, though. So,
1: none of the kids are talking about it. Just us old people.
0: So go away now, Mike. Get out, get out of here because we're going to. Uh, I'm going to get in into spoiler right now. I'm going to give you three seconds. Three, two, one. Okay. Um, well, I watched a little bit of the after Show because there was like an a- he man after show oh okay, and it was right on Netflix. It came up like right after I finished the series. It's like here's the after show and uh the gist I got from the uh from Kevin Smith was that he was just really excited about the fact that he killed off Prince Adam twice in the show, yeah. you know, so I don't know how much of it is marketing more or less like he really gets into like, Oh, I'm going to shock you kind of thing. You know, Yeah, uh, he did the same with uh, the daredevil series back in the day where he ki- killed off uh, Karen. Like, and like, I mean, a horrible death too. Right. Gave her AIDS. And then uh, some, some killer comes in and, uh, and, and tries to kill her. And the, but then she ends up dying from AIDS and, oh man, it was just, it was, it was pretty bad. So, I mean, I, I think that, I think that was more of it. I think there was a little more.
1: Yeah. Bet you, you know, didn't see that coming. A little bit, yeah. I shocked you there. Look at me.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, the second time he, he killed Prince Adam, I, I thought it was a little bit shocking, you know, like just to see Skeletor actually stabbing Prince yeah, Adam. was.
1: I, I kind of saw it coming. Everyone was getting a little too friendly right at the end. It started turning back into the classic cheese people getting along and then like oh, oh that's the best time look at this
0: mike ladano hates he-man i make fun of my friend jason for collecting well see mike's a little older so <laughs> it was a little you know you know you got to be in that age bracket i think like i was you know six when he-man came on so hmm. right you got to be in that you got to be in that window
1: i find it very difficult to hate anything I don't care for it. I don't care for it. I don't, I don't hate it.
0: I don't know about that. There's some, uh, there's some child actors out there that did some stellar jobs that got, got some bad vibes off of Mr. Vox. Got some Anyways, oh, yeah, I, but yeah. Yeah,
1: but I don't go out of my way to berate them unless mm. it comes
0: up in conversation. Mm. Hmm. Uh, but overall, I thought the ser- I thought that was a good concept for the series. I thought that was cool. Like, Tilo would be the odd man out. Why is she the odd man out? And like, to explore that uh, and then get into a little more depth with the the lore of Castle Greyskull and that. Because Castle Greyskull was, like, just, you know, the keeper of this power. But they never really explained anything. In that. So, I don't know. I thought it was okay. You know?
1: they They just said enough to sell some toys back in the day. Now yeah. people want to look into it a little more.
0: Well, what is this? Well, like? I mean, Why is Teela left out? I mean, you know, like uh, they got to go somewhere with it, right? Oh, thank you. Nah, thank no you, way. Deke. I, uh, I, when it gets hot, like when it gets really warm, I enjoy wearing these kind of shirts. It's got nothing to do with uh, style or whatever. I just find T-shirts a little warm and these are a little cooler. That's it. It's the old you. man style. I got some old man pickups, too. I got some old man stuff. Maybe we should show rings and ointments. Not that old, but uh, middle, middle, middle aged uh, Mm -hmm. pickups. We'll get into those a little bit later. Uh, I want to finish talking about Um, (laughs) He-Man. Because, you know, nothing says middle aged like He-Man.
1: One, one little detail I did like um, that. I don't believe they got into much in the original cartoon is the 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 splitting of the power sword
0: yeah like that was was the thing
1: with the action figures yeah i I don't remember them ever doing that in the the
0: well that's they even mentioned that at the beginning of the uh in that pilot episode he's like skeletor says to he-man you're always carrying that sword around but you never use it for its purpose and then that's when he stabs the thing because that's I mean, with the toys, that's what it was, it was supposed to... If you put the two pieces of the sword together, that's what fit inside a Castle Grayskull's, uh, a drawbridge and was able... That was supposed to be the key to unlock the drawbridge. Yeah.
1: There. Even though you like, could
0: use any little piece of anything to unlock it. but
1: the, There seemed to be a lot of little nods to the action figures. Like, He-Man's got that thing on his arm mm-hmm. that, uh, as far as I know, he only had, like... Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, like a small original
1: cartoon, like a little bracelet, yeah, right. but in, the figure had this gauntlet thing.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I did find some of the writing was a little bit like uh, kind of like you could tell Kevin Smith punched up uh, some of the scripts. Like, uh, what was it? It was some like Tila tells Man at Arms to go protect the sorceress, and then he comes and bails her out of some situation or whatever. she's like, I thought I told you to go protect the sorceress, and his response was. I thought I told you I love you, <laughs> which is just so that's some Kevin Smith cheese right there. Look at all these people. Oh, my God. One star uh, talking Rocket about so- you, man. Look at Rocket Sauce says, sorry, I'll have to listen later, currently at the State Fair. Wow. But he, but he loves us. He must, there must be some alcohol happening at that State Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike likes my shirt as well. Well, oh, there you go. You know, I'll grab my trucker cap to make it uh, complete later. And Dean is here. By the way, Hello, speaking Dino. of Dean, Dean left us a message here over in Discord. Let's see if I can pull this off here. Let's get to our... Can I do this? Can I do this? Oh, let's do this. There we go. I've uh, got some comments over here in Discord. Look at oh. this. Look how professional yeah. I'm getting here. Uh, so, Kyle says he caught up on the latest uh, shows says they're good times he's been uh it's been a couple episodes since you and I uh, bashed the prequels so uh he knew that was overdue we can get into it again and bashing the prequels is like it, it's it's pretty easy to do um he said he likes my recommendations for 07 movies i hope the will watch some more of those i was supposed <laughs> to watch those <laughs> Uh, got a sample, at least one from every actor. The two Dalton movies he feels are overlooked. I, I don't agree too much there, uh, but God do all night. Absolutely great. Nineties action romps and Di- diamonds are forever is probably his favorite Connery one. Diamonds are forever is pretty good. It's got an excellent opening to it. Um, I can't get into it without getting too spoilery. So one of the few spoilery moments from those early Connery bond uh, films, but yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, He also likes that Steam Deck, that new uh, handheld uh, Steam device. He does want one. Mm -hmm. Might see if there's a Slim model in the future. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it's one of those things I think where Valve is just going to put it out and then just kind of forget about it. Uh, And it can't help but to feel if you want one. Get the attachment to hook up a keyboard and monitor. Probably should just get a small laptop. Kind of agree with that. Oh, Here's the big news right here. Uh, Dean had lunch with Paul, cartridge Canuck, today, and he mentioned that he's been tuning into a few episodes, and he's glad to see you guys are still going strong.
1: hmm I saw that picture.
0: That's pretty cool. Paul still yeah. listens to us once in a while when he feels like it. That was good. Good to hear from Paul. And then uh, Kyle again. Oh, my goodness. He Look says, this. Miss cartridge Canuck. And uh, I said, that's mr cartridge connect to you see (laughs) See? there you go always enjoy the hangouts on the couple uh got to be on and listening back to the rest someone's got to get them going again i know uh what's his name fitnat took over those hangouts for a while Mm -hmm. but i don't know where I, i think they moved to discord for a bit and i don't know what happened to them to them hangouts Mm.
1: I'd be down for that now because I am officially on a summer vacation for my morning job. So, Oh, well, there of
0: time you go. Coming. There you go, guys. If you want a Vox appearance on the Hangouts, get it going. All
1: my kids are still on summer vacation, so during the overlap of their vacation and my vacation, I don't really have the time. But I do have some vacation time once they go back to school, and that's, that's the best time. September From September. Cool. All right. So so uh, you did manage to put together a list of Spielberg movies?
0: Oh, yeah. Sure. We can talk about that. Why not? So, yeah, on the last week's LeBrain train, I was on it, and uh, I thought I might only have a top nine Spielberg uh, list instead of a top 11. But I did manage to do a top 11, and Sarah did one as well. Uh, so would you like to hear my uh, top 11? You can go over to the brain train and uh, watch the whole list, but. Oh, look at this. This is a reason to revive the hangouts. So you've got Dean on the case. Now, there you go. Hey, mm-hmm.
1: anybody could put it together. It's Dean. <laughs>
0: yeah, for sure.
1: See how uh, I just uh, sidestep responsibility. That's right. Anyone else wants to put that together.
0: Uh so my uh, top 11 Steven Spielberg movies. Uh number 11 Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom didn't make the list.
1: Mm. What? I got I got thoughts already. What? I just rewatched Temple of Doom like 2 or 3 days ago. Yeah. And I still can't believe why people pretends to bash that movie as if it's not up to par with the others oh i
0: it, see you're you're it's too low it's, for you
1: it's like the fact that you say oh yeah it 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 made it the made list it. like are there really 10 films better yeah i yep.
0: don't know absolutely yep I yep know. i do uh, i do want to watch the the indiana jones films again because the only one i've watched recently was the last crusade when we covered it uh oh, I guess a gosh. couple of years
1: ago a while
0: ago yeah so i, I
1: Seen them all out of order, except for that Crystal Skull one. You know, every year or so, you got to watch at least one of them.
0: Well, my problem with them right now is that they they've come out, they've been re released on the 4K, but they they're in a box set with that stupid Crystal Skull movie, and I don't want that movie. So,
1: well, get it now before you have to buy the fifth one too.
0: (laughs) Oh no. I'm hoping that they'd come out because they (laughs) did that with Star Wars, right? They came out in the box set and then eventually it came out individually. Like you could just buy Empire Strikes Back, right? You don't have to buy the whole three movies. So
1: I guess. But are you even going to buy a a Star Wars Blu-ray?
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying as an example, as an example. So I think that will happen with Raiders a lot or the Indiana Jones trilogy. I'm sure. Yes. Uh, my number 10 is Catch Me If You Can, which I think is probably Spielberg's last great film. Um, my number nine was the Columbo episode, the uh, pilot episode, Murdered by the Book. You should watch it, by the way. Don't dismiss it oh, because it's a uh, TV movie.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I, I have much respect for Columbo.
0: I'm, talk- I'm talking to the people out there who are listening. Uh, number eight was Last Crusade. Number seven was A Color Purple. Number six, Schindler's List. Mm-hmm. Number five, The Sugarland Express, which if you're into 70s movies, you definitely got to give that a shot. Uh, number four, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number three, Saving Private Ryan. And number two is Jaws. And my number one is the Dennis Weaver special duel.
1: Yeah, Did you process okay. all that I'm. You process I, I'm, all that? Just, I'm just yeah. trying to think of what you left out, and like, there's no surprises there.
0: Well, it's maybe uh, Sarah's mm-hmm. list will will uh, shed some light on what I left out. Okay. okay, Sarah's number eleven is "Catch Me If You Can." Her number ten is "Raiders of the Lost Ark." Oh, she's not a big Indiana Jones fan.
1: All right, I, I get you. <laughs> I mean, it's only the greatest adventure movie of all time,
0: but. I mean, I thought it was a little low, but, I, you know, to be fair, I don't uh, think I made her watch it. So I think okay. if she rewatched it, she might re- do, revisit her list, but I don't know. Uh, number nine, Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Eight, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which was not okay. on my list. Not on my list.
1: Uh, oh, she heard you. Hi, Sarah.
0: Hey, how's it going? Better put that up there for people to see. Hi. Oh, and Temple of Doom. Did make quite a few lists. Yeah, mm-hmm. I look. It's a good movie. Just the, the other ten, were better. That's all. That's all.
1: No, it's you prefer the other ten.
0: Sure, however, right. sure, sure. That's the wording. I mean, look, Temple of Doom would be up much higher if it wasn't for Kate Capshaw. She was terrible in it.
1: Uh, Empire. She's not sh- terrible. She did what she was asked to do
0: what she was asked to do was terrible. There's execution, Balance. too. Balance. Execution. Execution, too. She never, Sarah never watched the Indiana Jones films until she was an adult. Mm-hmm. Probably because of me. I probably made her watch it, but that was like back in the VHS days. We need to revisit the series. Um, let's see. Empire of the Sun was number seven. Bridge of Spies was number six. E.T., Oh, right. Not on my list. <laughs> not,
1: I never really cared for e t either no I, I should watch it again. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but I never got into it.
0: Well, I watched it again, and you know I never was big on it when I was a kid. Watching it as an adult, I can appreciate some of it a little more, but mm-hmm. I still don't think it is a very good movie i There are parts of it like there's a part where e t gets sick and he's and he just becomes really gross. And that part, that, it goes on way too long. They got to get E.T. back to health like a lot quicker. And I don't know. There's something about that movie. It just... I don't know. Uh, her number four was Saving Private Ryan. Number three was Schindler's List. And her number two and number one are exact same as mine, Jaws and Duel. We're yeah. both big fans of Duel. Duel's a good movie. We were the only ones that picked it as our number one, though. I, in fact, I think It only made our list and maybe one other. I think one other had dual on their Mm -hmm. list, which we rewatched it uh, on just a few days ago. And, man, it holds up. Mm -hmm. Still good times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tonight, I'm doing um, it's animation, animation movies on the brain train. So I have a list of possibilities here. I'm not that big on animated movies. Every time I try to watch them, I kind of get irritated. I, I was
1: going to, well, by animated, that's also uh computer animated.
0: Yeah. As well as hand drawn. Some, some people had trouble differentiating between the two. There was some discussion about just doing old, like classic style animation and 3d. Mm-hmm. And some people were having trouble. Like they're like, well, what's 3d and what's, 2D, and I'm like, I don't know, just kind of look at it and (laughs) figure it out. But so so they just kind of went with all animation, all animated Uh, movies. And see, uh, I was going to say that I
1: was pretty sure I knew what your number one would be until the CG element came in. So now I'm not quite so sure.
0: Well, what would my number one be?
1: You want me to just say it out loud?
0: Yeah, because... I'm not sure about my list here. So go ahead. Tell me what Uh, I
1: assumed it would be another film. I just rewatched the iron
0: giant. It is on my list. Absolutely. I I
1: know it's on your list and I know some of those uh, uh, Pixar movies are going to be on your list. Yeah. Up in particular. Yes. Um, uh, Beyond that, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to look down and see a whole long list of animated movies is there anything disney on your
0: list well if you count pixar as disney
1: Uh, i don't i I can that i know they acquired them but i'm talking about like you know disney disney let's start singing songs every five minutes
0: (laughs) uh no no
1: no yeah that's that's not too surprising Um, there, there were a lot of like smaller, like Don Bluth films and other, you know, non-Disney animated films around like in the eighties.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you had, um, I didn't know Don Bluth did the the rescuers. I get like, he's, he was pretty much in the seventies. He was pretty much the guy, the go-to guy at Disney animation. He did all those Disney films, like the Robin Hood.
1: Yeah. There are a lot of the, his, you see his animation style. Yeah. Well,
0: Sarah said it right away. Like soon. Cause we just watched the rescuers a couple of months ago. And, uh, last night we were, we watched the secret of Nim or the night before, which was a Don Bluth film. And she's like, did this the same guy who did, uh, the rescuers? And I'm like, I, I don't know. She's like, the style looks similar. So I looked it up and no. of course, yeah, it was the same guy. Um, but, I did, yeah, we watched The Secret of Nim. I don't know if that would make my my list. And then last night we watched that mm-hmm. um, horse movie, Spirit. Spirit, the little stallion of something. I think or that, I remember hearing of it. Yeah. It was pretty good, but um, Brian Adams does the soundtrack for it. And he, he sings all these. Like uh, This is my problem with a lot of musicals. Is a lot of what they're singing about is very, like, it's too on the nose. You know, like if they're sitting there, like the character sitting there is like, "Here's my Captain America. I haven't pulled the tags off yet. He still has one on his bum. This is my Captain America." Like that's that's the whole thing, right? That was, that was beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> that's the and <laughs> so it's Brian Adams singing like he's got his rock voice on and the spirit. <laughs> you know, it's he's trapped in. A stable, and he wants out. And, oh, man. If it weren't for hey. those stupid songs, it'd be so much better. <laughs> Duke is here. Oh, yeah. Hey.
1: It's been a long time since Duke's joined us live, probably because there's no game to, to beat right now. No scores. Yeah, he's, to he's no not bandy uh, to bash. He's <sighs> not busy
0: uh, blistering up his thumbs. I'm Look getting the-
1: close to your score, Duke. I'm still playing Tetris.
0: Let me tell you, Dean says he still thinks Jurassic Park 1 needs to be on the list. Look. You're not going to
1: convince Kevin.
0: No. And Sarah doesn't like it either. So we're. But anyways, uh, you go check out that LeBrain Train episode. And Jurassic Park was kind of going back and forth, man.
1: It's a very popular movie amongst people.
0: Oh, yeah. I guffawed throughout the whole film. I didn't guffaw. There's no guffawing. Well, maybe a little, little bit of guffawing. I still liked it. I liked the spirit. I just did this <laughs> right out of every time you come on.
1: Oh, maybe you'll put uh, Titan AE on your list. Mm. We did that one. And you could talk about the Creed soundtrack.
0: Uh, no.
1: Oh, gosh. What's another animated movie?
0: Okay, I'll just I'll just name some movies. I'm not gonna say these are on my list. Oh,
1: does this in, does this include? Uh, well, I guess it doesn't. It's different. No claymation. That's
0: claymation. Apparently, is okay.
1: That's that's fair. For, ooh, all right. That opens yeah. up
0: uh, other possibilities. Now, here's the problem, though. Like with a lot of animated movies, I have I'd have to rewatch them. Like it's been so long since I've seen them, and I can hardly remember. Like I I remember watching Wallace and Gromit like 20 years ago and liking it, but I haven't seen it since. And I don't, I wouldn't know where the hell heck to put it.
1: Would those short films qualify?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know.
1: Because there's something to be said for brevity. Absolutely. The Looney tunes, you know, that's an animated short film. I'd put a Bugs Bunny cartoon on my list.
0: Look, if we're going to count those, forget everything, forget (laughs) I'm throwing out this list. (laughs) because those all those trump everything man the Mm -hmm. old classic bugs bunny cartoon i still remember my dad crying the day that he five o'clock on global every weekend on saturdays and sundays they would run bugs bunny cartoons and the day that he went and he didn't watch any tv like he was not big on tv at all but at five o'clock we would put on the bugs bunny cartoons on the weekends Mm -hmm. and the day we turned it on. It was The Simpsons instead of Bugs Funny. I've never seen him so upset at the TV before. <laughs> like what? What is this? I don't. I don't, pro, I don't program the, the station. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um. Okay. Uh, these are just possibilities to make my list. Uh, mm-hmm. So, up of course, Inside Out, Iron Giant, Monsters Inc., uh, mm-hmm. The Little Prince, which is a Great little Canadian film that uh, didn't get much. It came out a few years ago. I did a review on it on my blog, buried on mars.com. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zootopia. I did like Zootopia. I haven't seen that. Onward, which was um, uh, the latest, like a Pixar movie that came out sometime last year, which was really good. Uh, then I was thinking about Nymph, The uh, Secret of Nymph and Spirit, because we had it in our collection. But I watched them both. I don't think they're going to make my list. Uh, wall I like that one. Okay. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit?
1: All Might right. Count. Yes. In fact,
0: yes. you know if that counts. Um, Try it. The, the Shaun of the Sheep movies, which I think is the same guy that does those Wallace and Gromit movies. Animation, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did like the Lego movie, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Uh, hmm. Big Hero Six. You ever see that one? I think. No. What is that? It's like this big white balloon robot guy that I see I can't I can't remember Oh, I, remember I, it. I,
1: I know what you're talking about. I think it has a different name here, so I don't even know what it's called.
0: Okay. Um I was thinking about uh putting maybe South Park and uh Beavis and Butthead on there. Oh okay. And do you ever watch the the movie The Brave Little Toaster? Did you ever see that one?
1: I know of it, but I don't think I've ever seen it. At least not the whole thing.
0: When I was a but kid and that, that's you know, one
1: of those yeah that was one of those animated movies that was like trying to battle against Disney back in the day <clears> when you <throat> could get other studios producing animated films.
0: Well, I um when I was a kid and it would come on TV I would watch it all the time. Um but I, don't, yeah, I don't really there remember are a lot of those
1: yet. that I I've never seen a lot of them. An American Tale, I remember being good, but that's one I haven't seen in a very long time.
0: Yeah, we watched that one not too long ago, uh, and the only thing I could remember from it was that one song, There Are No Cats in America, and the Streets Are Made of Cheese. I um, remember that. Oh, I yeah, we remember watched
1: it. the, the, the father mouths going, five o five um, o.
0: Yeah. I, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not really that big of a Don Bluth fan. I, I mean his animation style is really crazy. And he does some, he has some crazy techniques. Like there's like uh like, like a character will be hopping over the water and they would put like a mirror underneath the animation. So like the character's reflection would be in the water kind of thing. There's a lot of little tricks mm. that they would do. Like nothing was computer generated. And I think people really get a kick out of that, those kind of things, but the stories themselves are kind of,
1: well, that'll lead into one of the things I put on the list is I watched Labyrinth um, the other day with my kids. I haven't seen it since I was a kid and I give it the same review I did as um, what was that other Henson one. Oh, the other one. Dark Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it's it's beautiful to look at There's just great puppeteering and great uh you know the the technical aspects of how they had to do all that the costumes and and everything i do think dark crystal was more impressive but the story is just yeah you know, it's just not yeah, there i
0: couldn't i couldn't finish it <laughs> i couldn't i stopped uh, both of those movies
1: yeah it, again like if you want to just marvel at the the puppeteering and all that went into it yeah it's brilliant but yeah at a certain point, you need the story to
0: <laughs> catch up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, story is the whole thing, man. For me, story Stereo- or characters—you know—give like, yeah. me something. You know,
1: the um, have you? You should rewatch that um, Great Mouse Detective. That's pretty I love
0: one. that one as a kid. Is that that holds yeah. up?
1: I haven't seen it in a long time, but that, that was one of my tops when I was a kid. That one I thought was so much fun. Only one song, and it's by Vincent
0: Price. So. Oh, wow. I mean, I that was... My parents did not take me to very many uh, films as a kid, and I think that might be the only animated film I actually saw in the theater mm-hmm. as a kid. I remember loving it, but I yeah. only saw it that one time in the theater. We never got it on tape or anything like that. So I watched it once 30, I guess going on 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh,
1: I saw it uh, on, I think my cousin had it on uh, VHS. We watched it a few times there, but uh, I always liked that one. I liked the animation style, you know, there's a certain look of the Disney animation that changed over time. I think once they got into the nineties, it became that like softer, smoother. Yeah. So this one it had a little roughness to it. And a lot of the characters, there's a lot of, like, seedy pubs and people smoke cigarettes and drink beer and
0: stuff in it. Well, they were still doing it all hand-drawn. The yeah, computers yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. take over until the 90s, right? Right, right, right. And uh, the
1: the father mouse, Favisham, Mr. Favisham, is voiced by the guy who did
0: Scrooge McDuck. So it sounds like Scrooge McDuck. Oh, cool. Well, those, um, uh, like, really animated movies in the 80s were... Far a few between, the Don Bluth was actually, you know, outdoing Disney at the time. It really was that Little Mermaid that gave them the kick in the pants to yeah, remember that. that coming out, and then they started like, no, we're gonna start doing this every year, kind of thing. And then they started coming out with all those movies every year.
1: Well, they had hit after hit for a few years. It was like they were, they were just knocking them out, making tons of money.
0: Beauty and, and the Beast and Lion King. Uh, Lion Latin, King was huge. Yeah. yeah. And then Pixar came around and everything went to 3D. I don't even think they do 2D animated films anymore.
1: You know what? There is a movie um, my kids were watching on Netflix um, called uh, Klaus. It's like a story of Santa Claus. And... I was watching it when they had it on and the style is really interesting. I couldn't tell if it was hand-drawn animation or if it was hand-drawn and then turned to computer or if it was completely computer, but it had an interesting look to it. I, I couldn't tell you how good the film is, but it looked interesting.
0: Well, that spirit movie did a really interesting thing and I'm sure it was a cost thing more than anything, but, uh, most of the movie was 2d hand-drawn but they had like one really complicated scene where um, this train bust through uh, a tunnel and they did all that in 3d animation like the train itself and it coming through the tunnel and all that but all the characters were all still in 2d so it was kind of like a mixture of of both and it used the strengths of both animation you know mixed it really well and kind of like to see more of that but i you know i think 2d animation well, that was, is just um, so expensive now
1: oh that was like the uh the iron giant right you said the Giant yeah, was all yeah. cg
0: right right yeah but that, i think that's style's gone the way of the dodo because oh. everything's just done by the computers now because it's so much cheaper. well yeah
1: you, if cg counts for your animated films that's just about every movie that's been made in the past uh five to ten years <laughs> there's so much uh, any of these CG character movies.
0: Dean um, has a question. Has anybody heard of Wizards 1977 from Ralph Backshe- Bakesheet? Bakesheet? Nope. Baking sheet? <laughs> Somehow. I uh, remember watching it a bunch as a kid, but re-watching it recently is definitely not a kid's animation. No, I don't know that one. Hmm. I don't know that one. There's also that heavy metal movie that i'm sure is going to make a few lists tonight because Ooh, those guys yeah. are music and that but
1: canadian production
0: yeah I, I i don't know i was never that much of a fan of that that one no, even though it, it's it's, it's one just of those, odd yeah it's one of those i you know it's look those guys were big into the pot okay and it's definitely like you could tell a lot of that came out of some pot things it's one of those movies though that has everything it's got like you know Harold Ramison and John Candy and heavy metal yeah. music it should everything should be like right there for me, but it just i don't know something's off with that movie
1: it It's a strange series of anthology stories, yeah and some kind of like orb thing, like a two thousand one obelisk that's
0: yeah, well, it's based on know. a comic book series, which I believe kind of does the same thing. Well, heavy thing. metal
1: was, was its own production. Like you bought Heavy Metal magazine, right? And it yeah, had like all these little stories.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, all right, that's you the should put talk.
1: together a top eleven Bill Murray movie. I'm sure you can do that.
0: Okay, Ghostbusters. It's number Imagine one. By. What about Bob? It's probably number yes. two scrooged throw you in there, scrooge would sure. be on the list i don't know if it'd be number three.
1: Oh, i don't know what your order is i'm just throwing things out there groundhog day for sure
0: yeah absolutely
1: um would ghostbusters 2 make the list
0: probably the first hour <laughs> would make the list <laughs> okay. right up until the statue of liberty starts walking and then it's it kind of pretty deep in. yeah yeah I, I think that movie but, is...
1: But, but you get that far along, you got to finish it off.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I think just really that, that whole Statue of Liberty and that ending just kind of left a bad taste in people's mouths. And plus, at the time, people just would not stand for the second movie just being a rehash of the first movie. You know,
1: like yeah. that movie... That's it, the biggest weakness of yeah,
0: it. Yeah. Like, it's absolutely just like, let's just... They don't really tell the same jokes again. They just kind of, even though the Statue of Liberty walking is kind of like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. But, you know, I guess it is. It, I guess it, it is kind of the same jokes just, again.
1: It fell into the same formula. Yeah. All right, let's just do this.
0: Whereas now, people are kind of seem to be they just want that. They just want that first thing <laughs> Well, again. it's been just long enough. Yeah. Just give me that first thing again. I, I don't want anything else. Just give me that. Hmm. But that's my, like, you know, give me something new. I'm I'm all about the new.
1: <sighs> uh, what else we got here? Oh, we got
0: lots of things. <laughs> oh,
1: you, you were
0: playing video games. I did play some video games. I did. Uh, did you play The Wolf Among Us? Did you give that a no, shot? No, I forgot all about it. That's all right. I I uh, played through it, and I, th- I still think you'd really like it. Out of all those Telltale games, I think that's one that will tickle your fancy. I thought it was about... Like I knew that the main character was uh, Wolfman, and I thought it was about those old Universal movies for some reason. But it's really Mm -hmm. about fables, like fable stories and like Aesop's
1: fables, things like that.
0: Sort of more like uh, Three Little Pigs and uh, Red Riding Fairy Tales. Fairy Tale. That's that's the word I'm looking for. So those kind of so the characters in those stories exist in this universe and they're often this sort of comic book world. There you go. It's got a Dean seal of approval. So there you go. Um, So they, they live in this world, but they don't really explain it. I don't know, but they're trying to exist in for some reason in our, our world. Right. And in order to exist in our, our world, they need to uh, take this uh, uh, spell to uh, appear human. Right, because they don't want to frighten anyone in uh, our our world. I don't know why they need to exist in our world. They didn't really explain it or anything like that. But you play uh, the main character is the big bad wolf. He's the wolf among us, and he's the same wolf from Little Red Riding Hood. He's the same wolf from the Three Little Pigs. There were a lot of wolves, yeah. And and he's the uh, he's the sheriff of all these people. Meaning, like, if they get out of line or something like that, he's got to make sure that they're all taking their their magic potion. And if there's a problem or whatever, he solves it before it gets over to the human authorities, right? Because they don't want. It's all a secret society kind of thing. Um, so uh, a character shows up uh, dead, and you have to solve uh, why. You know that you have to solve the murder, and uh, you know, of course, it. You know, as you peel it, go in deeper in that. It's kind of. It's got a film noir kind of story where it's bigger than. Uh, you know, just uh, this one person getting murdered. There's, you know, the guy that's running, um, basically selling. It's, it's like there's there's like a bit of morale. Like you got to think about um, mor- your morals and stuff too. Like, so in order to get this uh, magic spell, it's expensive, right? And not every one of these uh, fable characters can... Uh, afford the the spell right like there's one guy that's just you know he's just an average joe and he's like i got myself i got my wife i got my two kids how can i afford this spell for everyone um so there's this you know character uh called the crooked man who's selling the spell on in the black market for cheaper right but it's not like a perfect spell there's problems with it and stuff like that so it kind of has like the the drug kind of thing and you know like what would Mm -hmm. you do like is you know so it's good it's like it's good like that everything is black and white right you got to think about all the terms everything that's in the gray and areas Mm -hmm. and stuff so it's really well done unfortunately i don't think they're going to make another one because telltale kind of took a nosedive or something for some reason they couldn't make their money off these games um Mm -hmm. so it kind of ends a little bit on a cliffhanger even though the main story kind of finishes there's a little more that's was designed I think for the next game, but i yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think out of all those games, I think you would you would like it
1: hmm eh, I will check it out how mm-hmm. about how long is the playthrough was it taking
0: so there's five episodes, and each episode takes you about an hour and a half to finish oh, okay, so it's not you know not crazy.
1: it'll take me about a week week and a half to to play
0: through probably like I mean <laughs> That's basically what I did was every night I played an episode. And, uh, you know, so it took me five days to get Mm -hmm. through it. Yeah. And it's based on a graphic novel called Fables. Right. As Dean says. And, uh, of course, I couldn't call the the game Fables because there's that video game series called Fable. They didn't want to confuse it. So they called it The Wolf Among Us, which I think is a better title anyways personally
1: i will try to remember to check it out
0: well i think you got it somewhere right you already have i do have somewhere?
1: it i do yeah. have it Oh, it's just that uh yeah. clicking that install button no, you
0: know? no rush man whenever you get to it whatever you know there.
1: we'll try i it's a good time now actually because i've been we've been getting pounded by rain here like seriously it's it's supposed to be the middle of the summer when it's all hot and humid and disgusting yeah but it's just been raining every day and it's going on it's like the next week it's all just supposed to be cloudy and rain
0: well hot and humid is what it's been here it's been ridiculous and it ruined uh the paint job it did on Sarah's car Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you are going to talk about that Sure a little bit yeah so I so Sarah's probably going to be going back to uh work like um instead of working from home she's probably going to be going mm-hmm. back to campus. so it's kind of like the water's touching my ass a little bit to you know fix up her car because she had she has this uh, rust all on the all on her hood of her car which i think or on the roof of her car which i think is from she parked it like there was a pine tree that was beside her house it's been cut down uh, a couple of years ago but i think the sap from the tree kind of Ruined the the mm. the roof of the car. Anyways, I've been meaning to fix it for a while, and uh, you know when the pandemic happened, I had all the opportunity to do it, but I couldn't really go to Canadian Tire to pick up the stuff for it. So now we're like in this period where I can go to Canadian Tire to grab the stuff uh, I need to fix it, and but she might be going back to work, so I, you know. Anyways, so I started uh, started working on it. I fixed up all the rust, and uh, you know, basically, it's kind it's just like doing a model kit really you know you got to sand it down sand down mm-hmm. like all the rust get all the rust out of there and then you fill in you know the the parts that are missing with uh, bondo which is pretty much like you know your fill-in putty on right. uh, d- with doing a model kit then sand all that down you got to do it like several times you know and then you put on your primer and you put on your paint and then you put on your clear coat And I put on the primer, that went fine. And then I put on the paint, and that seemed to be going okay. And then so then I just started doing the clear coat. But then when it dried, it had like this really rough texture to it. Like you put your hand over it and you couldn't even move it. Okay. (laughs) It's really rough. So apparently, what happened, because we're going through a heat wave right now, and I'm used to doing small model kits. And when you when you paint the small model kit, you go like really fast. Mm-hmm. you know like that and then flip it over well apparently that's the wrong technique for doing a large section of uh, a car roof a real car roof you need to go a lot slower because what happens is if, when you go fast you get a lot of um, overspray mm-hmm. and so that overspray goes into the air and because it was so hot and humid the the paint dried while the overspray was in the air yeah. and then it fell back onto the paint job so mm-hmm. all that rough texture was just paint particles and clear coat falling back onto the paint job and it just ruined the paint job. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to fix this? And people are like, oh, don't worry about it. You can just buff it out and it'll be fine. I'm like, okay. So I took a photo of it, said all I got to do is buff this out and it'll be fine. So I start trying to buff it out and I can't even like move like (laughs) anything. Like it's just so rough. So I go back on YouTube and like, what's going on? They're like, no, no, no. That's if you got like a little bit on the clear coat, it can probably buff it out or sand it out just nicely, you know, just gently and what you have to do is start back from scratch. Cause you screwed it up so bad and you got to take it all the way back down to the original paint job and, or, or down to your first layer of paint job and uh, redo it. So that's, that's what I'm doing, but it's so warm right now that I'm kind of leery about, you know, doing it again and screwing it up again because let me tell you, paint and clear coat is not cheap. You know, you can't just keep like, wow. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of pricey stuff. So I'm trying to wait. I'm waiting for it to get cool again so I can, you know, uh, do it again. But man, this heat wave just does not want to seem to end. But thankfully, I got I think I got like another two more weeks before Sarah goes back to work. So, so that's hey, what well, i
1: worst, worst case. It still looks better than it did.
0: Absolutely. That's what Sarah keeps telling me. She's like, look, it's protected and it doesn't look too bad and all that. But, you know, you want it to. Yeah you, wanna, yeah, you you want it to look it like you, you know. well, Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But uh, I've been watching a lot of car repair videos and stuff like that on YouTube. YouTube is like you know, it makes you feel like as if you could do anything. And until you start trying to do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Like I've been watching this. I've been watching this guy called Chris fixes, which he just, he'll like get like an old clunker or whatever, like for 500 bucks and he'll fix it up and then sell it for a few thousand dollars. Right. And he'll like, I just got the parts, you know, for things. So he fixes up this car for like $1,500. I'm thinking that's great. But meanwhile, he has all the tools, right? You know, to mm-hmm. do this thing like, oh, you got to fix the brake. So you just take your, uh, you know, your brake pin uh, remover and you just put it in there and take it out. And am like, well, I don't have one of those. How much is one of those? Oh, yeah, it's like 25 bucks. You got to add that. Oh, just take your breaker bar and, uh, you know, just pull it on there and you'll be able to start. Well, I don't have one of those. How much one? Oh, $250 for one of those. Like you got to figure that stuff into your your, you know, your price a little bit, you know, like to be fair, he will do some videos where he'll show you like, just how to do it with common tools and stuff like that but anything that's like a huge job or whatever you know it's you're going to be spending money on tools he'll tell you too that you can go and rent the stuff for free i don't know where he's renting this stuff for free like in america you got uh, AutoZone, which like if you buy like ball bearings if you buy bearings for your uh for your car they'll give you they'll rent you the like They'll let you use the equipment for free so you can change it your, yourself. But I don't think we have anything like that here in Canada. I'm not sure if we do anyways.
1: Uh, any of those uh, DIY channels, yeah, you get all hooked into it, watching somebody do it, looks yeah. so great, looks so easy. looks so yeah. much fun. Yeah. You got to get all that stuff. <laughs> exactly. Like when I watch I watch all the woodworking stuff, you know, I purposely choose the channels that do things simply with basic tools.
0: Yeah, you know? yeah. And it looks fun. It looks great, and everything, but you know, uh, I gotta have, and you gotta have the space. You gotta, have, you know, the garage. Like he's got this one thing, where he puts his he, he's he's got the a lift for his car. He like you just drive it over, and it's like a hydraulic thing that just lifts up the car, so all four wheels are up off the ground. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I don't have one of those. Where <laughs> nah. you know, nah. anyways,
1: uh, I I we, I had one non rainy day a few. Gosh, it's probably like a week ago now. And I made a crosscut sled for my table saw. And I totally forgot about it <laughs> until now because I just uh, haven't had a chance to go use it. it keeps raining.
0: I just used mine uh, sometime last month to build some shelves for Sarah. There you go. Yeah. Look at this. Dean doesn't, eat,
1: everything Dean doesn't have a vehicle. Come on, Dean. Jeez. He spends all his money on those toys. Wow.
0: Goodness. How do you, how do you know. get all your stuff home? He ships it, I guess. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I I don't know how. Like, I remember when I was 16, I needed a car. I needed to get out of the house. I needed my license, everything. And it, it never made any sense to me. People that just would not, like, had no interest in getting their license. Ah, I'll get it later. I'll just, you know, bum rides or whatever. Um, not mm. me, man. Not me. I need that
1: freedoms. I need my freedoms. That's what you get for watching all those Smoky and the Bandit movies. Uber. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The garage is too full of toys to fit a vehicle. Yes. Isn't that uh, your base of operations for your, your collection now?
0: Yeah. I knew, a guy, I knew another guy that did that. When he, he got his house and he, uh, when they were building it, he actually got them to build a family room inside of his garage. Hmm. when they were building his house. It was pretty cool. Hmm. Yes, you need a license living in Sudbury, Ontario, because the hmm. transit system is not great.
1: That's what I was told when I moved to where I am now, and I didn't believe everybody. I was like, nah, I can get by with the trains. didn't take long. <laughs> what car.
0: what, what uh, car do you have?
1: Uh, it's called a Honda Life. It's, it's not a very impressive-looking car. Is that a fit? i have no idea
0: honda life yeah. looks up. that's it, what it was have.
1: a it was a cheap car no no it's definitely not what you have i think it's something that only exists here
0: well a lot of times they just change the name oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a, it's uh, a weird looking a, car you got a dorky looking car <laughs> yeah
1: it's not it, it it works hard boy but uh we're actually at the point where we're probably gonna have to swap it out because it's just uh
0: there. it's a grandpa car <clears throat> yeah. uh how do i do this again here we go there we go there's richard's car That's a looking car. look i could see you sitting in there i thought my car was dorky
1: <laughs> uh, it gets me where i need to go
0: <laughs> oh bert reynolds can, is rolling I can in his grave right my now
1: toys. i can bring all my toys yeah. home
0: that's ah, fine so hey look whatever you need right Looks like it's got a lot of space in the back. It's a hatchback. Oh
1: no, nope, nope. nope. It's got a oh. hatchback, but there's not a lot of space.
0: Can you put the seats down?
1: You can. I do when I have to buy lumber and stuff.
0: What kind of size motor you got in that? Small. Small.
1: <laughs> it's not so powerful. Oh. You Got to turn off the air conditioning when you go uphill. You
0: go, <laughs> 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 <That's> something else. <laughs> Look at. The, uh, looks like a Kia Soul. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> yeah. It might, it might be, you know, cause they, uh, they just change the names. They all like work with each other and just change the names around.
1: They might. I don't know. The big thing about it is it is compact and that's kind of a requirement because the roads are so narrow here and <clears throat> they go yeah. around like all twisty turns. Yeah. Occasionally you see somebody riding around in one of those big, uh, SUV things. And I'm like, how in the world do you get through these streets in that car? Cause it's not uncommon for people to have to like stop and like, like pull off to the side of the road, let the other car go and then go down. It's like, that's just requirement yeah. Through these streets.
0: Well, they keep trying to push small cars here, but North Americans just don't buy them. No, all... you, gotta, you gotta drive your house around. I think everyone has space anxiety when it comes to a car. It's like everyone drives an SUV. They all got yeah. big SUVs. They're all worried about space. Uh, you know, and I get it. You got a family, you know, you got to stuff in it. But I think people just bring too much stuff with them. Till they're going. Places. Yeah,
1: that's, you don't need, you know, You, I mean, you know, look at a car now. It's in an entertainment center. How yep. many multiple screens do they have? You got to have uh, pull out trays for all your, your video games and, and all this stuff in there. Just sit in the car. Be quiet. We're going to get there.
0: Sarah's asking you if you can fit your whole family in that car.
1: Yes, but not much more. And the the kids keep growing, so it's another reason we probably got to upgrade very soon.
0: You should give them coffee. It'll stunt their growth. Coffee and cigarettes. (laughs)
1: A lot of kids kids do drink coffee in Japan. They just, I don't know, I don't get it. They're okay with kids drinking coffee.
0: Yes, my mom has a big Honda, Honda Odyssey van. for just herself. <laughs> well, it was for for herself and my dad. And yeah, she would bring so much stuff.
1: You know, my mom did the same thing when we were kids. We had she had a station wagon because you know three kids and just throw a bunch of stuff in there. And then uh, as we got older, she she moved to she got like a little red Saturn. Mm-hmm. It was like just just for her, just to commute. And then now. You know, kids are out of the picture, so she – one of her hobbies is to go scuba diving. So she got a really big car just to fit all of her scuba gear. But for the most part, she's just driving this giant uh, car around just for her.
0: Well, mom keeps uh, asked like, saying, like, oh, I should sell it and get something smaller or whatever, but it's paid for, you know. So I'm like, just mm-hmm. – you know, the money you're going to spend on a, a smaller car is just – you know, this for the money you spend on uh gas for that big boat of a van just drive it around who cares hmm. uh and then for other games i've been play i've been getting back into forza forza seven because the new Forza's is coming out so i kind of want to get my seven done and then uh, that's uh, why
1: that's why you can't let go of the uh the roof of that car because you're looking at all these fancy sports cars <laughs> in your games <laughs> yeah. you're like nope
0: we gotta compete. <laughs> yeah. No, no uh, maybe. Who knows? Uh, then I've been, of course, I've been playing Car Mechanic Simulator on the PC. Because why not? Getting into all the cars. Why not? I'll show you my, my pickup, too, for fixing cars. It's, all right. Here's my pickup. Look at this. An adult pickup. Ooh. Yeah. Look at it's, that. It was a full on ratchet set that was on sale at Canadian Tire. Ooh. This thing snaps open. It's like a drawer. It's like a portable drawer thing. And all your all your stuff. Oh, in that's
1: nice. That is nice.
0: So there you go. You got yeah, I, I do
1: you get guys. excited about tool pickups.
0: And all your racks I bought a,
1: I bought a uh, uh, a square the other day.
0: So I bought all that, but I still had to buy a separate uh, uh, what's this <laughs> called? What are these called?
1: It's a thingy thingy. It's a ratchet head
0: ratchet piece. Head piece. I don't know what you call them. Uh, I'm blanking. I don't know why. Anyways, I had to buy it because uh, I'm changing the spark plugs on Sarah's car. And this is uh, specially designed to remove. I was
1: gonna say you bought that plugs. whole, you bought that whole big kit, but you still had to buy the one thing that yeah. you needed.
0: Yeah, it's kind of stupid, <laughs> but I'll still, I still need those because it has a ten millimeter and stuff like for doing other things. Um, but anyways, like this is especially designed just for spark plugs because uh, it's got the size and then it's magnetic in there, so it holds the spark plug in. So mm-hmm. we put the spark plug down in there.
1: If that's magnetic, sure maybe you don't want to hold it too close to your computer.
0: Yeah, it's not that big of a magnet. I think it'll be fine. Anyways, yeah. So those are those have been the stuff that's been coming in the mail instead of uh, movies and video games and that. Hmm. Coming an old man and getting those kind of things.
1: Yeah, I I bought tools recently. I did get um, oh. I pick up two. Look at this. I found a copy of uh, Overlord. Oh, nice! The the, the zombie Nazi. Yeah. A movie we watched. That was
0: on uh, Netflix, right?
1: Was it? Yeah.
0: It was Not on maybe for streaming. you.
1: Yeah, right, right. Not for me. So I, I saw that. Yeah. I was happy to pick it up.
0: You didn't even know that got a Blu ray release. Mm. <laughs> nice. Hmm.
1: I've, I've been looking at my movie, uh, my wall of movies, and, and noticing there's a few holes. There are a lot of movies that I'm surprised I don't own yet. Uh, Ghostbusters 2, for example. I I've still never picked up a copy of that and i have uh, several
0: copies of that.
1: <laughs> yeah i feel like i i really need to uh start filling in these holes of all the movies i i, I say i enjoy and i like watching not Is out. that why
0: you're asking about robocop
1: it was it was because i i was um looking at uh, the selection available to me here um this all started because of uh v i was talking about v um that series the mini series yeah
0: and by the way i went to look up the for the dvds for that on right. amazon and they're because they're out of print so yeah. the people that have them up there are asking like big big money for them really yeah so i think i'm just going to try to download them <laughs> why not hmm.
1: yeah it's worth it it's one series but um when i was uh, looking at it you know, I had seen it in the store and that's just it's just my go to when I think of buying a movie. I just go to the store and, and look around because everything I buy is usually older and something mm-hmm. that was released already. So if I'm, I'm looking thrift, I, I think I go to the store and when I couldn't find it, my wife said, well, why don't you just check Amazon? I'm like, what do you mean, Amazon? This is an old DVD. to buy They're not going to have that new. It's like, no, they got a used section. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. Like, <laughs> what, they, they still use stuff on Amazon? Get yeah. out of here. And so I started looking, I found the V. I was like, oh, this is great. I didn't know that you could buy It's kind of like eBay. You know, mm-hmm. just, Except, you know, you there's no bidding. You just buy it. So I started looking at that. and I was like, this is amazing. And I started looking through it and just flipping through it. And one of the first things that came up, I don't know why, um, maybe because I was typing in English, looking for, for V., but um, a, a copy of House Party came up. And I was like, House Party? And it, it said Region 1. And and it only cost one yen, like one penny. All you got to do is pay shipping. Like, oh, okay, it makes sense. Nobody wants it because it's Region 1. I, I like House Party. Sure, why not? And I, I bought a copy of House Party, and I watched it. And actually, I was, I was nervous when it came because it came like this. You know, this is what I, what I ordered, what I saw, it says house party. And I, I opened it up and, and I saw this, I saw house party two Wow.
0: And, and, and I
1: flipped it over. There's house party three. <laughs> and then I, I moved this insert and I saw oh, there's house party one. It's got all three in there, but it's got these weird inserts that I didn't like, what are these? And then it hit me, these are the cardboard, you know those cardboard cases? Yep. DVDs used to come in? Somebody had all three of them and then mutilated it and chopped it up and oh. turned it into this. And somehow, like, and when I bought this off Amazon, I'm like, is, is this real? Like, is this some kind of bootleg? What happened? How did I get this? I don't know. But it, it was just, it, it shocked me that it will be all
0: chopped up. I think Sarah loves that movie.
1: The original House Party is a very fun movie. See, kid and Play. Kid and yeah. Play, absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: The first House Party is right up there with movies like Revenge of the Nerds and, and Police Academy. It's a fun, silly, goofy, good time movie. Part two is a subpar sequel. Part three was terrible. But uh, I do like the original quite a bit. And then I, I started researching. I was like, if I could find this, maybe I could find other movies I, I've been looking for. And that's why I ordered the uh, the other one I just posted, that Hanging with the Homeboys. <laughs> yes. Another movie I really like from when I was a kid. I will not oversell it. It's not a perfect movie, but it is a hidden gem. I think that's the, the appropriate use of that. Um, and it's also a movie that's on its road to being forgotten because like House Party, Hanging with the Homeboys, they, they did not get Blu-ray releases. And I, I think it's just kind of like, yeah. Although I house part I did read up on it after watching it and like they're making another one. They've made really five of them. And like they just keep putting new people in them and now like they're rebooting it again.
0: Is Ken Play in every single one of them or
1: As far as I remember they did two. But apparently they are in the third one, which is awful. But Bernie Mac is in the third one and he gets two thumbs up because he tried really hard to improve every scene he was in <laughs> the movie is a total yeah. mess though
0: yeah oh it's class act that's Sarah.
1: I remember oh, nice. that being good too that's I, another I kid like the early, the early kid and play movies they had like three years in a row I was like oh hey, my goodness
0: are we gonna have to revive uh film dangle just to get some we'll do a uh, kid and play episode
1: <laughs> I, I I haven't seen class act in a while but the first house party holds up it's a fun movie um, so I've been looking on online just to see like all these other movies that I've been having a hard time finding, uh, and one that I'm, I'm going to order, like right after this, I find, I saw that dread is actually available. Like there's a US import copy of dread available on, uh, Amazon, uh, Japan. And, uh, I, I've been looking for that movie all over the place. They got it's, such a limited release here
0: on, on Blu-ray, but okay. So are you Region 1 in Japan, or do you have just a Region 1 player?
1: DVD. Right. Uh, okay. Japan is Region 2 NTSC. So I have to use a Region 2 player, but I play most of my stuff. Like um, this Hanging with the Homeboys is actually a PAL release. Oh. It's a Region 2 PAL, but VLC conquers everything. It just it plays whatever. Or you're whatever. playing
0: it on the computer.
1: Yes oh, so okay, yeah. if I play it on the computer, no problem. I have a region one player that I brought with me years ago that still works fine Of course we have a uh, uh, region two well we've got a blu-ray player that plays DVDs so all the anything I buy in Japan works on that and then uh, us uh, and, and blu-ray is uh, region free so it doesn't matter.
0: no there's there's three regions there's a, B and C. Really? Yeah. Um, Uh, But I'm not sure where Japan falls under.
1: I know that I have a U.S. Blu-ray of a Christmas story, and that works in my Japanese Blu-ray player.
0: Some Blu-rays are Mm region-free. Some, like, they just don't care. Others, they have them locked.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. 4K is the same way. 4K when it first came out they were like oh, it's, it's all going to be region free all thing and then some distributors like oh no we're actually going to put some region locking on some of these 4k discs hmm. so but yeah but for for blu-ray oh. like regular blu-ray there's a b and c i think c is australia b is like russia europe like that area asia and then A is North America, South America, and it might be Japan because that's all NTSC, right? Right. I don't know. I mean, I got the they... internet here. We can <laughs> look it. Up. You got the internet. I mean, yeah. Like Do really? You look at boobs. Uh, I've never tried. Never even thought of doing that. Region A is North America, South America, U.S. territories, Japan. South Korea, Taiwan, and other South Asia countries. Region B is Europe, Africa, Middle East, Australia, and New Zealand. Oh, okay. Region C is Asia except for Japan, Korea, Taiwan, and other South A- East Asia. All right, I'm going to consider
1: myself safe.
0: Okay, because I have what? So you're looking for RoboCop? I have like my regular RoboCop.
1: I I was looking the difficult part in that some movie like. Another part of this is that Blu rays or just media in general is expensive here. Like, I think I've complained about this before, but you go to a thrift shop and buy a used Blu ray or something, it's still likely to be sometimes 20 to 30 bucks, depending on what it is. Mm. Those Marvel movies, forget it. Every time I pick up one of those, it's like, what am I? buying a brand new disc here mm. and then i'm looking online i i see things uh, for sale in the u.s like the the robocop one i'm looking at them and they're all like that arrow one is like yeah. 50 bucks um some of the other blu-ray releases like 20 bucks something like that uh and then i was looking i couldn't tell which one a certain one was so i looked up a review and i see people on youtube like oh i got this in a bin for three dollars yeah robocop blu-ray whatever
0: yeah blu-rays are you can get blu-rays dirt cheap here because they don't like people are just we stream movies now
1: yeah i know it's it's a little slower here people still like to buy things i guess even though the streaming services are advertised constantly um, but now, like in general, it seems like Blu-ray, the aftermarket, and just regular prices have come down to a reasonable amount. Like a lot of the stuff I'm interested, I look on Amazon. It's like ten bucks new. It's like eh, it'd be nice for a little cheaper, but that's that's fine if it's yeah. something I'm really looking for. Um, but then some of them, like uh, like RoboCop, it seems a little hard to get, and then even then I have to try to figure out is this actually the director's cut because some of them it'll be like RoboCop Blu-ray import and tell me nothing else. Mm. And it doesn't say on the cover if it's the director's cut and it doesn't show the back. So it's like, it's a gamble, you know, am I going to try to order that? Or am I going to do this? Cause I did have a RoboCop Blu-ray in the past. I bought one here. And when I put it in, I could not believe it. It offered only the Japanese voice track. Oh. There was no option <laughs> to select the original track. I, I thought that disappeared once DVDs came out. It's like right. you always have the option of selecting the right. original voice track. Right. And then you know, give you whatever voice of whatever region you're in, but you always have the option of selecting the original voice track. And I couldn't believe it. I was so upset. I took that thing out, put it back in the case, snapped it in half, and threw it in the trash. <laughs> I, I, I could not believe it. I was so
0: upset. Uh, that's pretty bad, yeah. yeah. Well, I have I have RoboCop. I could send it to you. Um, You're not going to send me RoboCop. I do, because I got the Arrow. I got the Arrow release. So I got my original RoboCop. And then, which, uh,
1: ro- which, could, Do you remember what the cover looks like?
0: I think it's just like RoboCop's face.
1: Because there's a couple different ones that pop up, and I'm trying to figure out like which release it is, and do they still offer the theatrical cut? Because I okay. assume like once the director coming out, no, you don't
0: second. have to go get. You don't just have. Give to me a second, I'll it. go get it.
1: Okay, hold on. Kevin's entertain, go
0: entertain everyone for a few seconds.
1: Oh my God, this is the most difficult thing you could ask me to do. I don't even know how many people are here anymore. Oh, <laughs> we don't need to entertain ourselves. I just got a shot of Kevin's legs. Oh and bad he walked away i don't really know how many people are in here so if there's anything specific you want me to talk about go ahead i could tell you a little bit more about uh the movies i've been watching but i've mostly been re-watching a lot of great stuff temple of doom total recall um the iron giant um there was something else but i can't remember it kevin is back with two large tubs do you keep he doesn't have his headphones on do you keep your movies in little plastic
0: bins so these are the (laughs) this is pretty embarrassing but these are all like the doubles i had because i've upgraded to like 4k or whatever so i had a i had a stack here that kind of needed to that needed to go into those bins so kind of so i bought sarah uh, Grease, like a different version of Grease. Uh, with, that came with Grease 2, which is actually her the one that she prefers. So we got her wow. old copy of Grease here. I
1: have never seen Grease 2, but I've heard only terrible things. Sarah, you prefer that one.
0: Well, it's, it's the one that she watched uh, a lot when she was a kid. But look, at, we didn't even open this Grease, so we gotta, I got to mm-hmm. get rid of that. I got uh, 4K Psychos, and so I don't need that Ooh. one. I got 4K Jaws, so I don't need that one.
1: Wait a minute, you... Oh, okay. These are not the 4Ks.
0: Right, yeah. But
1: oh, the you're all up saying Okay.
0: And then I got the Criterion Collection edition of Moonstruck. So I got that to... That's
1: got Which one? Of... Do any more of these have price tags on them? That was the most interesting thing, seeing like six ninety
0: nine. dollars no, uh, no. No, because we actually watched. And then I bought Sarah Aaron Brockovich. Let's see here. Let me try to find it. Uh, RoboCop. Then I'm getting rid of, like, Brazil. I didn't like that. Get rid of that. Mm. Braveheart. Get rid of that. Yeah. I got the Princess Bride here. Because I got the... Princess uh, Bride
1: is a good movie.
0: Criterion collection. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Some good stuff in here.
1: The only Criterion collection I have is the RoboCop DVD. That was the first RoboCop DVD I bought.
0: Oh here's sixteen candles. That was six ninety nine.
1: I've never seen that movie.
0: Maybe Robocop isn't in here.
1: Yeah. Robocop should not be in a get rid of bin. Get Robocop of. should be a
0: get rid of looper.
1: You you really changed your mind on that one, huh?
0: <sighs> yeah, it it was awful. Oh, here it is. I thought you
1: liked that originally.
0: I did, but then I watched I think I was I think I was drunk or something. Here's This is the RoboCop I got.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that that's I was the one you seeing. Need. But you see underneath the name, it says like unrated director's cut or something. Does it say don't, that? Don't like right under stuff. RoboCop.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. But it might come right. with both versions of the movie. Because that's,
1: that's the image that I see, but it doesn't say... Direct unrated director's cut on the one I'm looking at, so like I can't be sure. Did they release both versions? I don't know, I don't know. That's why it's kind of a gamble. This is a rare viewing of you without your glasses.
0: <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> Every time, like when I'm at Canadian Tire too, and like everything small print, right? Like, eh, what is this bondo? Do I like is this the right bondo? So I'm like looking around. Okay, no one's in the aisle, and I do this, and I look at the bondo, and then as soon as I do that, someone comes around. I don't know how. So you can
1: <laughs> see close up without your glasses? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it has Cause... to be it has to be up in my face, right? Like if it's like even well, that's written really big, but. If it's right here, like it's low light in here too, right? <laughs>
1: Sorry, yeah, see, I, I I can't see up close. Like all of this is a blur. That's how it as used to as be. As soon as I go, as soon as I go right around here, yeah, I'm good.
0: That's how it used to be for me, and now it's because that's that's what it is your eye, like your lens and your eyeballs are out of alignment, right? It's it's. I heard it's like
1: there's some muscle that flexes that as you get older it's less flexible
0: Yeah, well, so mine's not doesn't mine's not flexing where is, <laughs> where my is mag- your magnifier <laughs> my magnifier is actually uh out by the car because i needed it to look to make sure i was doing a good job <laughs> your magnifier
1: is supposed to be right in your old man's shirt pocket right
0: there. <laughs> uh sad sad okay so you don't want this then
1: if you don't mind hanging on to that for me, I would I would happily uh, swap something for that. All
0: right. You the only swap. thing
1: is, I, I still don't know if I can send mail to Canada.
0: Is there, there a block on sending?
1: There stuff? there was a block. I I wasn't able to send anything to the U.S. for the past year. They finally lifted the one on the U.S., but I think the one for Canada still stands. Cause I got a package I'm supposed to send, uh, Steven. It's just been sitting here. They won't let me mail things.
0: You didn't like Scarface, right?
1: I've never seen it. Hmm. <clears throat> there are actually, I was, um, I was looking around the other day at like all the movies I've got tagged as like, I, I want to watch this. And I was like, eh, there's a lot of movies I've still never seen. Amazing. Some of these, like, really big, important
0: movies. Yeah. There's there's certain movies that just escape you for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: What else is on our uh,
0: to do list? I think that's it. Sarah wanted me to mention the AC unit because we also fixed that. So while I was working on the car, our uh, air conditioner was running like crazy because of the you know humid temperatures and that and it sucks all that moisture out of the air and uh, we found a big puddle underneath our ac unit in the well it's the furnace which has an ac unit attached to it and uh there's all water underneath it and normally the water comes down these hoses and goes directly into our floor drain in our basement so uh Leak somewhere. Don't know what's going on. Looking up hmm. online, it says like there's a drain pan. There could be a crack in it, and that's where all the water's coming through and all that. So I actually took uh, panels off, like those metal uh, sheet panels uh, that come down from the ductwork into the furnace. And I start pulling that off, and I look at all the drain pan, and it seems to be fine. And that you're looking up online, it's saying that there's you know there's a problem with the hose. It's got to be blockage with the hose. So I'm looking where the water's coming through the hose and it's all fine. Take it apart. Like everything's fine in there. Don't know what's going on. Um, and then like a few times we, th- we thought we solved the problem because like it would, uh, it would, it would dry up and everything would be drying, but then it would, the, you know, as soon as the AC would start running a lot during the, the day, as pulling all that moisture out of the air, it would start to leak again. So couldn't figure it out, but there's two hoses that come out of it. There's one on the top where the AC Uh, unit like the part is so it's like a thing that goes in a triangle and it cools the air and all that. I can't remember what's called something coil or whatever. And the water coil, well, what Tesla coil? No, it wasn't a Tesla coil, that'd be cool if it was. But, anyways, it oh, the rice is ready. Better, (laughs) better speed up the story. (laughs) What you eating tonight? I think just chicken and rice. Um, doing going simple tonight, although I did make a a stir fry the other night with egg noodles. That was quite excellent. Ooh. Anyways, uh, so the water was coming out of the, so the water was coming out fine from, from the strain pan and that, and there was some condensation on it, but none of it made any sense. So while I was at work the other day. Sarah went in and investigated, and she said, well, maybe it's not the hose where, where the water's coming out. Maybe it's the other hose where no water's coming out. So she went and uh, looked online. She saw this thing called the P trap, like that's normally under your sink, you know, like a P trap. Well, apparently your AC unit has one as well, uh, because all the condensation that comes off of this coil falls to the bottom, and this it's supposed to go through this hose and uh, and drain out through this hose. So she, you know, took a little uh, pipe cleaner in there, went and cleaned it out, and you know there was some bugs or something in there that built a nest they were all dead and that but they there was just a bunch of gunk in there and uh she she cleaned it out we're talking about hose oh my (laughs) god steven condenser coil that's what it's called anyways she cleaned it all out and uh the water started pouring out she filled it like drained it like put some water with a funnel and put some water down there to clean out the the gunk and uh she fixed our furnace Hey. So she wants. She probably wants me to brag about how she fixed her furnace.
1: But. Well, after you screwed up her car, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, no, she did a great job. I was very proud of her. And I was like all day yesterday. She was checking to see if it was uh, still leaking. I'm like, it's not leaking. You fixed it. She's like, I don't believe it. No, you did. You fixed it.
1: Man, bravo. It up,
0: yeah. You looked it up online. You figured it out.
1: Those are the little victories that mean the most to you uh, yeah. nowadays. Like the, I had a, we've got uh, sliding doors uh, in our house, <clears throat> and uh, one of them it runs along this track, and it was just squeaking. It was very hard to open. Ripped that thing down, put a little grease on it. Uh, it's working fine. Walking around all proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a door working for you. Need me to open that?
0: <clears throat> you feel like you could do anything after those things, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, just... Look it up online. YouTube's so great, too, for, you know, helping you out, too, you know? Oh, absolutely.
1: It, what are you going to so, do? Read a book?
0: Nah. How do I fix this? That's nah. all you had back in the day, and that was a <clears> pain in the ass. <throat> Couldn't figure out what the person was saying. Now they just show it to you. Yeah. So there you go. She still doesn't believe it. Believe it. You fixed it. Mm. It's all good. Accept your victory. Yes.
1: If it ever stops raining, I got to go clean out the gutters because it's kind of like dripping over. Yeah. blockage up there.
0: Yeah, we did that last year and it was I uh, did I tell you there was a piece of corn <laughs> growing in our gutter. <laughs> piece of corn. <laughs> so like you know we go for walks all the time and uh I we're walking back to our house and it's on the side of the house that like we don't really see that often. And mm-hmm. I'm walking there and I'm like is that a corn stalk growing out of our gutter? Right now, and started like, nah, nah, no. Nah. Well, <laughs> sure enough, I go up there and we have the uh a honey locust tree, which has very small leaves, and they just build up in the gutters. Like they're so easy to get trapped in there, and you know, eventually they just you know they decompose and it turns into soil. So I guess a piece of corn from a bird or something got up there, and there was a corn stalk growing up from <laughs> the gutters, and it was like the roots were like all. Like along the gutters, like I pulled it up in the big, long roots going all the way down there. So I yanked it out and I put it in our garden uh, to see if it would grow anymore. But it didn't. It didn't, unfortunately. Mm. But
1: Well, I'd laugh, but the same thing happened to me. I had a, I walked by one day and yeah, like all the stuff that builds up just turns to dirt. And it it wasn't as fancy as corn, but there was just some weeds growing out of the gutter. I was like, okay, it's time to clean that
0: up. Yeah, for sure. I've never seen that before. And Sarah's like, no, it's not corn. But if you, you smelt it, it's, it smelt like corn. It was definitely a corn stalk. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. But, yeah, it's cleaning the gutters is painting pain in ass. How do you do it? Do you, like, how high up? Is Messily.
1: Your- it's yeah. not that high up because um, all the houses here are one story. There, there's, it, it's nice and easy. Um, just get up there and wear a big rubber glove, scoop it out, get a trowel. Like yeah. scrape out whatever dirt is in there. Yeah. Uh and then um if there's any blockage in the actual like drain pipe going down, maybe bring the hose up and just force it. Yeah. Do you
0: it. uh uh do the um uh like do you put the stuff in paper bag or not paper bags, plastic bags, or do you just throw it onto the ground and pick it up later? Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I don't know which way I like better. Throwing yeah. stuff on the ground is really fun. Yeah. And, and you, watch it splatter but then yeah you gotta go pick it up or yeah. rank it up or something but p- trying to put it in a bag while you're on top of a ladder is that yeah hassle? it's not
0: yeah what i what i've been doing lately is i just put a bucket down at the bottom and i try to get like the worst of it into a bucket which makes mm-hmm. a really big sound when it <laughs> when it's a bucket but a lot of it just misses and gets all over the place but I don't think there's a good way to do it. It looks
1: like you threw a dead cat on the ground when
0: the big (laughs) pilot splatters. I mean, uh, until that tree uh, ups and dies, though, I'm going to be doing that until, you know, until it goes. But anyways.
1: just going to be Clark Griswold out there messing around. That's that's
0: what I think of. I have to clear the east troughs. What? Again? No. Hope you smash that like button. Why not? Where else can you get trough talk? You're not going to get it anywhere. You're not certainly not going to get it on STC pod because those guys are rest in peace. Oh, maybe, maybe that should be our next episode. I know I said it last episode, but seriously, next episode, we should do a big funeral for STC pod because I think it's gone. Has it been two months? I think so. I think so, and we should have like, you know, guests on. Maybe we'll get Bill and Joe on here. We'll interview them. Like, what do you like? Do you miss it, or did you ever come back, kind of thing? Or,
1: you got to get the behind-the-scenes dirt of all yeah. the, like, the falling out and the, the drugs and the women and all the things that
0: happened. We should have tons of guests on, like just given like their last their memories of STC Pod and uh, what it was like to listen to the show. How many times they fell asleep uh, listening to the show? You know, all that stuff. Make it a big, super spreader event. Have everybody on.
1: Anyways. Wonderful.
0: That's it. Um, yeah, go follow us on Twitter at Retro underscore Fandango. Don't forget to check out that Discord channel. As you can see, we had tons of fun with it today. There was a whole whopping three comments on there in the, over for all of August so far, from August 3rd to now. Big three comments on there, so why not? Go check that out. Uh, get a boner with retro fin angle. That's it. We're done. Hey. Yeah, that was an episode. <clears throat> uh, thank you, Sim. Dean. Uh, Duke was here for a bit. Uh, Rocket Sauce. Uh, Mike Lodano. Uh, Deke was all in the chat. A pretty, pretty active chat. Oh, and of course, oh. Steven. Stephen coming in at the end. There you go. Pretty active. He came,
1: he came for the hose.
0: And uh, stayed for what? Oh, look at that. Deke is still here. My goodness. Sorry. I was, hopefully, we didn't bore you too much. Trough talk.
1: You know what? This episode was on uh, Friday the 13th, for you at least.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: And it's episode 187.
0: Oh, 187 is... That's, that's a murder code, right? In L.A.? Yeah. It's also a movie with Samuel L. Jackson.
1: That—that That is what I think of every time I hear it. Yeah, I think I i think I might have even seen that movie. I don't remember.
0: I think I tried to watch it, and it didn't... Uh... Yeah. I, remember, a...
1: I think that's the movie where he, he's... I don't know if he's a cop, or just a grumpy old man, or what, but he's He's trying to prove a point to somebody, and they're playing Russian Roulette. That sounds like
0: every Samuel L. Jackson movie.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then he ends up shooting himself in the head. Oh. That's the only thing I remember. Oh. Spoiler. Yeah. Shark eats him, too, in a different movie. Spoiler.
0: Nintendo 64 Shark. Yes. Worst looking shark. Okay, that's it. That's it, come on. No, that's it, okay. Yeah, we gotta get out of here. Alright, thanks everybody. Goodbye. And
1: they go.